his new thing is that he's obsessed with when the baby grows up that I will marry her. <laughs> Does he understand how that works? No, <laughs> certainly not. He just like knows it's the, he says when the baby is old enough to be a mommy, you will, you'll marry her. <sighs> <laughs> I love this logic. It's like, <laughs> he must be hearing Alan versus Pharaoh. Oh yeah, maybe. I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it takes. That rage will get you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel. Uh, <laughs> and I'm <laughs> Chaz Palmentari, Palmentari, the famous, <laughs> famous Italian actor. I also directed the movie A Bronx Tale. You remember me. Oh, hey, Chaz Palmentari over <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I like how you use the same voice for everyone, but also, um, I, who's I'm, using a voice. I'm Chaz Palminteri, the famous director of Bronx tale. I'm on, I'm on a lot. I've been in many, many, many movies, many, Bronx, many, many, Bronx tale was filmed in our neighborhood in Astoria. Collogero. See, you gotta make sure she opens the car door for you. Robert De Niro. <laughs> Just keep yelling things. Hey, you see this over here? You got to make sure she's going to open a card. She's going to. They made that, my movie, A Bronx Tale, into a musical. Mm -hmm. I'm living off that. Right to the bank, baby. Taking it to Modern Family. You worked on Modern Family? I was on the show, Modern Family, for. I was the friend of Ed O'Neill's character. I was one of his friends. Oh, yeah. If you recall, I believe I played a gay character. What's going on there, Rachel? I'm Chess. Sorry, I'm sorry. I don't know. You got a, got a, you can't talk to me. You got a frog in your throat. Are you so well, starstruck by, by, because I, maybe I just can't deal with it. Well, I'm your favorite actor, right? Chess, Chess, pull me and Terry. Um, I was, I was opening an IRA account today. And, uh, hey, I know all about those. I got a lot. I'm rich. And, uh, so I've a new one and they were asking me all those security questions. And one of them was like, what is the last name of your favorite male actress? And you put Paul Mentieri. Yeah, Paul Mentieri, of course. Myself, Chaz. <laughs> Chuck Chaz. Pa hey, Robert De Niro, you're going to be in my movie. Exactly. I got to get out of here. Chaz Paul Mentieri, thank you. So oh, I love Degrassi. This is, I love this episode. I watched it to make sure I was up. I know. Great stuff. I gotta get out of here. Collogero, make sure your girlfriend opens the car door for you. Or you gotta dump her ass in the East River. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, oh my goodness gracious. The famous <laughs> Italian American icon, Jess Palminteri, here today. Can you believe it? I can't even believe it. I can't believe it. I don't know. That just popped up into the old brain system. Mm hmm. I recently watched, rewatched a movie called Midnight Run, which stars Robert De Niro and Charles Grodin. And I, I, I is marveling at Robert De Niro. And I'm watching, mm -hmm. 
Rob Snyder is such a fucking good actor. And here's how you know he's such a good actor. Because if you ever see the actual Robert De Niro, the person, mm-hmm. he's a fucking like marble mouth nightmare. Like he's not a nightmare. You know what I mean? He's like the weirdest, like awkward. He can't mm-hmm. do SNL. He can't be interviewed by anybody because he's like a weird, just like, like he's got no control over his stuff. And then when he's in a movie, the charisma is off yeah. the charts, everything. He's a great act. One of the, I think we forget. It's like so. Is oh, he a method actor? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I don't mean to like say like, oh, he's so terrible. He's just very, he, he's like an awkward person. Like that facade of like tough guyness, like sheds when he's yeah. not in a yeah. movie because he's an actor. So like he, I don't know, I don't know where that's coming. Robert Zanier. How you doing, Rach? It's not here to talk about Robert Zanier. Yeah. You, you want to talk about him for another 20 minutes? That's fine. You know, you I do, do you. like him a great deal. Have you ever seen Midnight yeah. Run? Can we put that on the no, list? No, I haven't. I we haven't. Put, that on, put the it list. on the list. Put, put it on the, the mansplaining list. Mm-hmm. I'm doing all right, pal. How are you? You know, pretty good. We got a stimulus package. That's pretty good. We haven't talked politics in a while, so that is that probably a good thing, right? We should probably... St- it probably is. I think that because there's nothing that eventful... I mean, it's not to say that things aren't happening, but it's just like... Yeah, it's, well... It's calm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a, a fun thing that's happening is uh, while while stimulus bills are being passed, uh, red states are slowly chipping away at the voter, uh, voter rights and uh, are going to ensure yeah. that uh, most people who vote Democrat can't vote in the next election. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. But you know mm-hmm. what? It's roses now. $1,400 in my bank account. So it's good. Good. Everybody's good. You're doing mm-hmm. good. You look great. Thank I, you. I wouldn't say that if I didn't mean it, you know. I'm pretty good. Things are moving at a slow pace, but I think we're getting back. We're getting there, you know. I think it's mm-hmm. happening. It seems like a lot of people are getting the vaccine now. Yeah. We're going to be up to snuff. Yeah. I know you should start looking at appointments because you never know when they're going to just be like free for all. Well, I'm hearing like by May 1st, right? It's a free for all yeah, by May 1st. Yeah. May 1st. The mm-hmm. Ides of May. Famous Ides of May, as we all know that famous day. Mm-hmm. How is your spring forward? You love spring forward, right? I do. Yeah. I do. I am uh, one of the few people who appreciates the change of the time. Yeah, you love um, it. I don't really love the losing an hour, gaining an extra hour, but honestly, I couldn't imagine living always in daylight savings time or always in standard time. The hours would just, the hours of daylight would be all messed up. Yeah. Like. There's a reason why it's happening. And we're in the in the further east segment of uh Eastern Standard Time. So if you're in like Ohio, that's rough. Yeah. They don't they're they have different daylight hours than we do. But do you stay I know what you do. So you I know how much you love spring forward. So you I know mm-hmm. you stay up the whole I stay so, up until then, yeah. So you mm-hmm. watch the clock go from one fifty nine to three and then you go and then you go <laughs> Soak up the sun. <laughs> I love this thing, Cheryl Gotta Crow. Tell everyone to light it up. Except for that, you know, then you've got all those digital clocks that you have to change the time on. Like, I haven't changed my car one yet. I like it because it gets my car back to the right time because I'd never yeah, change it. You I never just leave it, it yeah. and then at some time it, you spring forward we and have, you fall back and it hits. 
We have more um, daylight savings time than we do standard time, so you're better off keeping it in daylight saving like that. What's so. the what's I call it all daylight savings. I call it all daylight savings time. <laughs> what is we're daylight in, savings? Fall back? No, we're in daylight savings right now, mm. and then standard time is what we just were in. Standard definition. So by so we're not here to talk about daylight savings time or standard no, time or soaking up the sun. Or what else were we talking about? Uh, Chaz Palminteri, Robert De Niro, Midnight Run. We're not here to talk about any of that stuff. We're here, as we are every week, to talk about Degrassi, The Next Generation. One of the Canadian shows of our dreams. The Canadianest of Canadians. I don't know if that's the case. Maybe. Maybe, eh? Tyrell told us on Instagram that we were off in our pronunciation of scr- scrub ass with where okay. we were saying it was scrub ooze. He mm-hmm. told us it would be, I think, more like scrab ass, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 He was. I, I would say that, De- back to it for a second, I would say that Degrassi is the Canadianist of Canadian because it is an institution in Canada. Mm. I wouldn't say that it's has the most Canadian inside jokes or that it has the mm. most Canadian references or that they have the strongest accents except for Ellie maybe, but it is an institution in Canada. If they were going to make a monument to Degrassi, like yes. a, Oh, this is a great question. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're making a Mount Rushmore of Degrassi mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. So that would be four people. Mm-hmm. This is often done, people who are wrestling fans, we often do this. We pick our wrestling Mount Rushmore. And everybody's got different caveats for how they do it. Some, mm-hmm. who is the best, who is the most popular, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Four people, four characters. Four From any- the entire run? Honestly, it's got to be the entire run. Oh, okay. It's got to be the entire run. Now, here's the thing. Do we table this, mm-hmm. think about it, and come back and talk about it next week? Or do we just fuck? I mean, you know, we're out. Or do we talk about it in a few years when we finish the entire show? No, 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 no. Uh, we, yeah. None of those fucking jabronis <laughs> are making it. Are you kidding yeah. me? Who's well, making meant, it? Like, fucking, uh, what if we ever Claire go back Grimes and watch? Beach? What if we ever go back and watch uh, the originals? Oh, I'm putting originals on there. Yeah. Mine has an original easy without question yeah. on there. Oh, okay. Let's go with it for now. And Thinking we can of everyone that we've seen, you know, we'll chisel it into the stone, but always mm-hmm. we can blow it up and put another chisel, another face on there yeah. if we need to. All right. Yeah. You, do you want me to go or you go? I want you to go because okay. I feel like you've thought about this. I have not thought about it. Okay. But I knew I was going to ask it. So it gave me a little bit more time to yeah. formulate it in my head. So here's where yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I am going to go with spike from the original show with the mm-hmm. fate with the hair and the whole deal because mm-hmm. that's an iconic look yeah it's an iconic character who transcended both shows spike mm-hmm. spike from the original degrassi junior high then i'm gonna go snake mm-hmm. gotta go snake he's probably been in the most episodes he's mm-hmm. a beloved character i love him he has a great showing in tonight's episode, one of the one of the stars of the episode that we're going to talk about mm-hmm, tonight. Mm-hmm. So Spike and Snake. But I put them on opposite sides because I don't want you mm-hmm. to be like, oh, this is like because they're married. No, 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 no. Indelible, important characters. Mm-hmm. Then I'm putting Manny Santos easy. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. Manny yeah. Santos in the third spot. And then Bruce the Moose at four. So now it's your turn. <laughs> 
four is tricky. Four is tricky because my heart says spinner. Yeah. My heart says spinner. Yeah. But I don't know that spinner is that this is where you get into that thing of like, are you picking your favorites or are you picking who who are the indelible characters? Because if you're picking who are the and indelible are, characters, are we picking, are we picking like most important for the run of the show, but, or the most iconic, like that's, this forget. is your decision to, this is yeah. your decision to play with. Yeah. So I am going to go with spike from the original show. Snake mm-hmm. doesn't matter. He looks the same over the fucking course of his entire mm-hmm. run of the show. Mm-hmm. Manny Santos. And then I got to go Jimmy Brooks. I, I can't not yeah, go Jimmy I, Brooks. Minus, I'm, minus a slightly different. Instead of Snake, even though Snake is like on the show for forever. You're going with the human penis, Joey Jeremiah. Because of his hat. Right. He's got the iconic hat. Yeah. You know, he's got a look, a Luke. <laughs> he has a Luke. Yeah, you're right. Snake doesn't have a Luke. And I think that the other three of them have a Luke. And that is like iconic, iconic. I could be very important. That's how you say in Canada. Wait, so you're going with all of my other three? You're agreeing. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah. Spike, Manny, and I was thinking Manny and Jimmy Brooks already. And then I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, but I feel like there's so many people who could be on this. When you're down to four, it's, it's hard. Mount Rushmore is yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, they want Trump wanted to get put up up there, but they didn't they wouldn't let him. I mean, okay, now if we're talking our show. The four most iconic. Oh, then it's then it's different. Oh, then it's, it's very different. weird. It's a very weird <laughs> bunch of people. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> then it's Mr. Del Rossi, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> Bob Hoskins isn't a character on the show. So I know, but we're talking about our. He's a character on our show. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But if I'm talking about someone who's on Degrassi, but that we are find very important, it is Mr. Del Rossi for sure. Maddie O. Okay. Jeff Isaacs. Yeah. And, and Alex Nunez. <laughs> I don't know. I No, who else is like I mean, you got to go with you got to Spinner's butthole maybe? A speed. <laughs> it should just be for Mr. Del Rossi's, let's be honest. Chester. <laughs> Chester. Actually, I would say I would argue Manny because yeah. she is the we person talk we talk about. So maybe bit. Bob Hoskins is the other one. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, I think Bob Hoskins, Stephen Tyler, maybe This is a great question. Broomheads, let us know what you think. I don't want to offend fans of the later class characters. I do think there's a world where Holly J may show up there at some point. We just don't know them well enough right, yet. Right. And none of uh, none of us, neither of us uh, watched all of the latter stuff yet. So. so get on that Facebook page, Broomheads, and let us know your Mount Rushmore. Your Degrassi Mount Rushmore. The other thing is, is like, that it varies personally. Like, if I'm picking my favorites, yeah, I mean, that's different too. None of, only Manny makes it of mm-hmm. my four. It would be Manny, Page, uh, Spinner, a and uh, Bruce the Moose. So, <laughs> so Bruce the Moose always yeah, in your Bruce favorite. Bruce the Moose is, is always, <laughs> always <I'm> just kind of <laughs> I love Bruce the Moose. Uh, oh, but man. we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about the grassy mm-hmm. the next generation, more specifically the uh, 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 episode 712, the seventh season, the 12th episode. Uh, it's the 130th episode of Degrassi, the next generation, but because of all the two parters, uh, we like to call it the 105th episode of Degrassi, the next generation. The episode title is live to tell live to tell is a Madonna song. 
We've done Madonna. So, Rachel, what is your favorite Aerosmith video that features Liv Tyler? (laughs) (laughs) Is it amazing or is it crazy? Crazy. (laughs) Probably crazy. Yeah. Man, that was such a a time. The Liv Tyler, Alicia Silverstone music videos. Also, a friend of mine used to be Alicia Silverstone's assistant. So I know that it's Alicia and not Alicia. Boy, oh, boy. I was like a 12 year old boy during that time. So boy, oh, boy, do I remember it. (laughs) I love those videos. I was crying. That's just Alicia Silverstone, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. And there's not even breathing room. That's crying. So weird that that was like his daughter in those music videos. But she's only in the last. She's only in amazing. Oh, she's only in crazy or is she crazy and amazing? She's definitely in crazy. I don't know. I don't remember the video for amazing. It's amazing in the blink of an eye. If I don't see the light. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Ah, I remember crying and crazy. Those songs would all be better if they had a little bit of <laughs> But they don't. I would they say don't. I would say that's a good trifecta of songs. Which one of those songs is your favorite? Be honest. Not video. What's your favorite of those songs? Probably crying. I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Alicia Silverstone, man. Mm-hmm. You got to watch that new Babysitter's Club. She's in it as a mom. She's great. Sing along to your friends, Babysitter's Club. Say hello to the people. Do they have that song on it? They don't, no. unfortunately. Say hello to your friends, Babysitter's Club. Da, 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 I think da. I know who's going to be your favorite out of the characters. So if you do watch it ever, I'm holding on to that until you watch it. I will it. watch it. Alicia Silverstone yeah. is, the, is the mom on it. Yeah, she's one of the moms. It really was a funny thing, those videos, right? Yeah. <laughs> Hot take. I also like how like you're like, here's a Madonna song from a Sean Penn movie. We're gonna talk about Aristotle. It's called Live to Tell. Live to Tyler. <laughs> oh, that's live what to made tell. me think yeah. of it. That's what <laughs> you thought I just randomly picked. <laughs> I did not see that connection there. That was pretty impressive, actually. We love Aerosmith here. You do. I mean, <laughs> some of us are like, okay, it's fine. No, I don't. I mean, but Aerosmith are like a harmless, yeah, fun little thing. What did you want me to ask? What's your favorite Sean Penn movie? No, because I don't have an answer to that. So Mystic I'm actually glad River. you asked me to. <laughs> do you like Mystic River? Is that your favorite? I liked Mystic River, but I feel like if I watch Mystic River now, I would be like, e. I can't remember. I don't think I've seen a lot of Sean Penn movies, to be honest. Dead Man Walking, Sister Helen Prejean. <sighs> Say hello to your friends, babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> but you shouldn't be saying hello to your friends because you should be getting calls from parents. I also also noted that when I started to sing that I said sing along with your friends, which is not the right words. A funny thing is like I didn't I'm being I mean, I would obviously say I did. I didn't really like watch that show, but I know that song. Why do I know that song? Ubiquitous. I don't know that song. Did Aerosmith cover it? Because that could be. (laughs) Maybe that would be (laughs) great music video. (laughs) This would be a perfect way to segue into the episode, which is. Heavy duty bones. I'm saying it right mm-hmm. now. It's a mm-hmm. step above. It is Ooh. not just heavy bones. It's heavy duty bones. 
And yeah, it's some unexpected bones, I would say. <laughs> I mean, not unexpected. It's unexpected. <laughs> it's unexpected, not actually bones, but yeah, uh, a- accusing <laughs> accused bones. <laughs> accused bones um she's accusing I, I mean i knew this was coming at some point i just didn't know when or I how it was not. coming you knew that because she was gonna I, say spike was a snake was snake rub it up against her and stuff well i knew that there came a time where she accused him falsely of this but i didn't know when it happened or how and so the way this happened was just shocking before we even get into the nitty-gritty mm-hmm I am going to Bruce the moose. That's what you want to talk about. about (laughs) I am going to do two blanket statements and then, and then you you could, you, you should respond to those blanket statements and then we can get into the nitty gritty. Okay. Sinead Grimes beach is maybe the best actor on the show. Mm -hmm. That's my first blanket statement. Mm -hmm. Second blanket statement. This storyline is one. I think personally, I actually think one of the best the show's ever done. It's over multiple episodes. It has Mm -hmm. an arc where characters are able to grow into the story. I find Mm -hmm. it relatively believable in the sense that, like, it still has to be a soap opera. So it has to Mm -hmm. have its shocking go there moments. But Mm -hmm. I think it's being handled with a nuance, let me say, not like a fucking huge, but a nuance that they don't often tackle things with. So those are my big blanket. Those are my two blanket statements. Interesting that you, okay. I feel like there is some nuance to the entire Darcy arc and like the fact that it keeps coming back to it. But I would argue that I still think that they really don't give things the time that they deserve. Um, and they just rush through things. So I, I, I this is better mm-hmm. than some of the things that we've seen in the season, like Marco suddenly at the ponies like last week. Right. Um, but I felt like this could have been a two parter easily. Totally. Like it felt like they were that. just kind of rushing through the events in it. I think the bar is so low for them burning through story that for yeah. them to take like this has been a season long arc. Like this happened in yeah. episode one, uh, 701, yeah. I think, or 702. Yeah. And we're still here at 712 and it's nowhere near resolved. Like I imagine they're like, I, I, I don't know that they've ever done a season long arc. Have they? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you could say that Rick from beginning to end is probably a season long. I mean, arc. I think they've done long arcs with people. I mean, Jimmy and Ashley's relationship has been like a season. <laughs> sure, point. sure. But that's more personal stuff it's than not more like boring, plot. but like, this yeah, is a yeah. very. I, I, I totally agree with you. I, there's no way this show's not going to burn through shit in its, its own way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I feel like they've been pretty careful and at least. Like when the, when when she accuses Spike in that room, I believed it. She got snake. Snake. I'd say it all the time. She got yeah. backed into a corner. She's so obviously not ready to mm-hmm. admit this thing, and she mm-hmm. f- freaks out and says this shit. And I believed it. I I totally yeah. believed that in the moment. And while I don't think it's the best way to approach, uh predatory behavior to have a woman falsely accuse a man in this mm-hmm. day and age that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, I don't want to see that. Like mm-hmm. that, that, that just lends credence to the idea that women mm-hmm. falsely accuse a lot. And well, what was, what was interesting about this that I still am not sure how I feel about it was they're making 
Darcy a sexual being in order to deal with this and her using sex to kind of try to get through the feelings of like what happened. Well, everyone's going to think I'm a slut anyway, so I'm just going to do this. I don't disagree with that, that approach. I just feel like I'm like, wait, I haven't seen Darcy for a couple episodes. What's going on? Fair. I felt like, and I think that's the problem is that there's just too many characters on the show right now. And it's because there's all the old people who are still there and then there's the new ones and they just need a smaller cast so that you can actually focus in on what different people are doing. That's an excellent point. That's an excellent point. You do sort of need to recenter yourself every time a character is brought back after not being seen for a few days and she's trying to fuck uh, hot Peter on the roof. But yeah, I do. And just the way the way like it's one thing for her to try to fuck hot Peter on the roof. It's another thing for her to like creepily touch snake. Like, wait a second. This almost feels like too much of a leap to me that she would be acting like that. And I mean, again, people can deal with things differently. I'm not saying that that's not possible. It just felt like from the last we'd seen Darcy, I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting this turn of like, I'm going to treat everyone like this because everyone thinks I'm a slut anyway. So why not? And it's like, but Snake is the one person that you feel like cares about you. But I don't think you feel like he cares about you in a sexual way. So why are you acting like that? I think I will say to the first point um mm-hmm. who thinks she's a slut like i mean i know she thinks that she thinks but she like thinks nobody that, yeah. thinks that if anything everybody's no everybody's no like knows. you're a prude like that's what they're all saying yeah. to her about the ring the second thing about snake though i i think that he is the only person who knows what's happening and mm-hmm. she is so much trying to blow up her being and she's just self-destructive mm-hmm. in a way that I think she's just trying to like throw a grenade in her life. So she knows, yeah. I don't think she's attracted to snake or like, I think she's just like knowingly trying to self self-destruct and implode. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for me, and this is, you know, we watch different shows differently. We're different people. Yeah. I, it didn't ring totally false to me. Uh, in 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 the way it did for you, I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It just seemed like a reach to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just because it didn't seem everything that we've seen of her in the season so far did not lead me to believe that that would be how she would react. It's not to say that again, not to say that she couldn't. Right. It's just that, right. that I wasn't expecting it. So I was like, this feels weird because I wasn't expecting it. Um, when you think about the last time we saw her was with Spinner smoking weed in the forest and she wouldn't even smoke weed with him. I don't know. I, I feel like she's very suicidal. It's just like, I wouldn't have thought that that's what she, the kindness with snake that she wouldn't turn into a sexual thing with him. But I also think she's lost. I would say she's kind of lost in the weeds here and no, Mm -hmm. and she's, she's swearing to secrecy. The only people who know anything about it. If anything, my gripe is sort of with snake because Mm. you're the adult and you knew this happened. I understand you want to protect your student. You want to protect the person who's like asking you, but at some point, and he gets there, he's like, I have to fucking, but it's when it starts to come back to him that he's like, I have, I found this, I found this really hard. Like I'm not a teacher. I think we talked about this the last time this came up with them, that they were together with the whole detention thing and cleaning the windows and and all that stuff Yeah. that I'm not a teacher. I don't know what the rules are with student teacher relationships as far as like what you have to tell a counselor or principal or a parent or what have you. Um, but 
this situation you should tell it was one thing it was one thing before but it's another thing now like when when she's acting out this much it's like and he's trying to encourage her to go on her own but the thing is is that i think what he should have done as an adult and obviously they're not going to give the the minutes towards this out of the tv show he should have gone to Miss Suve uh, yeah. and talked to her and yes. said, I have a student who has this. I'm not sure what to do yes. um, rather than. And then that way, at least he had told someone else before this had happened. So there would be a record of like this being a situation. The thing is, is he's a teacher. So he's not like sworn to like he's not a therapist. You know what I mean? So it's no. not like teacher parent or teacher student confidentiality. You don't have a privilege. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand his desire to not. Force her into something that's going to even further make her fall into craziness. But craziness is not the right word. I apologize. You know what I mean? Fuck. Uh, (laughs) Further fall down the rabbit hole? Yeah, essentially be like, uh, I don't know. Get into her head or whatever. I don't know. Doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he has a response. He does have a responsibility as a teacher, I think, to... I think what you said is perfect. He should have went to the counselor and said, I have the student. I'm not going to say who, who has this thing. What should I do? And then she may say, you have to tell me who it is. And I have to, she knows that's her fucking job. Yeah. So in a way snake is like, but also he has no frame of reference for this. So I can't be mad at him. Yeah. I'm sure it hasn't happened for him before. And so he's trying to be helpful and be a good person and all that stuff. And it unfortunately backfires on him. I mean, I think that it's one thing to not say anything when she comes to him with like this happened because it didn't happen on school property. It's not like it's it doesn't involve her directly, except for that, you know, then the suicide attempt was on school property. Um, Is it a suicide attempt? I think so. Oh, wait, we're not talking. When she slit her wrists. Oh, right. She slit her wrists. I literally thought you were talking about her on the roof, like, pretend, like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is not a lot of those, like, suicide warnings after these episodes, which I'm disappointed by, considering everything right. I watch now where they bring up suicide once and I'm like, oh, wait, there was suicide yeah, in this episode? Yeah. Oh, my God. Every episode of a teacher that had a fucking warning sign about grooming at the end of it. And I was just like, guys, I think we got yeah. it already. <laughs> you can back off a little bit. It's okay. Nobody's <laughs> showing up for only episode six. You yeah. Um, um, yeah. So there's a lot here. So uh, we don't have to go through it minute by minute. But basically, uh, Darcy is coming on to Snake. Spike mm-hmm. Snake. Well, it's it starts. It's <laughs> Snake. Oh, it starts off with uh, that. She's still in detention, probably from those earlier detentions. And so are your your greatest pals, Johnny DeMarco and Bruce the Moose. Johnny DeMarco. Yep. And they were talking and they were talking to Darcy and they get extra detention because they're the bad kids. And Snake's like, you know what, Darcy, it's your last day. We'll let you out. And so they're calling her like the teacher's pet. Yeah. And she like hugs Snake and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> and at that me. moment, I was like, oh, is that going to be this? And it was. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't believe it. Yeah. I went to an all girls school and we had very few male teachers, but like I never hugged any of them. Mm-hmm. I can tell. <laughs> he's still very he's, been weird. Snake seems to still be friends with Hatsu, even though Prince, uh, Principal yeah. Hot Sauce, as we go. Principal Hot Sauce. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, so she gets to go home early, and they're kind of Johnny's like, question, like he raises his eyebrow, like, hmm, what's going on here? Um, and then 
everything with Darcy is just going badly. Yeah. Like she can't deal with spirit squad. She can't deal with like anything. Or like she's like breaking off things with Peter and she who just hot Peter. Oh, hot sorry. Peter, sorry. Hot yeah. Hot Peter. I didn't, not know, just I didn't know you were talking about. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> she breaks things off with hot Peter after they go to the roof. Cause he just steals his mom's keys to go to the roof. His who? His, his who? Hot Sue. But who's his what? His mom. His mom. His mom. His mom, Hatsu. Hatsu. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They break up. <laughs> and then she starts to like come on to Snake a little bit. And Snake's like, Yeesh, what am I going to do? So he calls sort of an intervention scenario where he's like, yeah, after, you- well, sorry, we forgot the most important thing. After this whole purple dragon thing, there was like a redraw of the school mascot logo. And so. Darcy is going to draw right. the logo for the Panthers and she draws a snake because she's like, snakes are better than Panthers and like does this whole sexy routine. See, I do get it in the sense that like he's the only one who's showing her compassion for this thing. Granted, yes, he's the no only one else. Fucking I knows. know that. But in her head, he's yeah. like an adult who she's confiding in. But I also I mean, I it doesn't quite read like her character though to do that so then it feels more like it's the character that is like trying to blow her life up rather than but to me i think her that's her whole thing right now is like she's trying to do everything to stop being that character she throws the she throws the ring the chastity Mm -hmm. ring over the side she's like i'm just gonna fuck like who cares like and i do get i do i don't know we we didn't really talk do you think i I think she's excellent as an actor in the, in these uh, across the board, I think she's very good. Yeah, I think I think for me that wasn't something that I thought of initially, just because her character was annoying the shit out of me, <laughs> like doing all these things. So I wasn't even thinking about the acting because I was too in the story and thinking about yeah. like what the fuck are you doing, yeah. Darcy? You're not Stop. supposed to be on her side, you know. It's more yeah, like- yeah. So that's why I I can't say that I'd have to watch it again to be honest because I think I was just so deep in the like what are you doing. I do have empathy for the character in the way that like Manny sort of M- Manny is there. Yeah. I fucking li- I mean, goddamn, bravo. She's just the she's best. Manuela. She's been through a, a lot of shit on her own. And like, she just, she's an empathy machine. She, she gets it. Like when Emma's so mad at Darcy for falsely mm-hmm. accusing snake and Manny's still like, you got to understand she's going through this shit. And like, she, it's just great. I, I just love Manny. Um, mm-hmm. So what happens is Snake says, come to this, come to my office after school. And when she comes to the office after school, Hatsu and her mom, Darcy's mom, who she called a bitch earlier in the episode. Yeah, yeah. Are there. And Snake has not told them what's going on, but he he leaves the door open and he tells her, I think it's time that you say what happened. And she's like, say what happened? How about how you touch my legs? And she falsely accuses him of uh inappropriateness and he Mm -hmm. is immediately suspended and the whole thing and you know she's just kind of blowing up her life and it sucks but she's blowing up her she's not even really blowing up her life she's blowing blowing up up someone else's so that she doesn't have to deal with her own you're right you're absolutely right so then emma confronts her Mm -hmm. she takes johnny demarco up to the roof the roof with mm-hmm. uh, Hot Peter's mum's keys. She's, Hot Peter's mum's yeah, keys? Yeah, Hot Peter's mum. And they're, the Spirit Squad's supposed to be, like, performing. What are they performing for? I don't even remember. 
I didn't write it down. I don't remember. I th- oh, for the logo announcement. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and Liberty was going to announce the logo and uh, the, the winning logo and made a comment about how Snake organized this. You know, <laughs> people are innocent until proven guilty, which, like... But I think I think it's important that like people should have have their say, like have their day in court. Yeah, exactly. You should have their day in court. And the same thing, like I think it's really not cool that when someone's saying this after Snake calls an intervention, which clearly like Snake wouldn't call an intervention if he were doing something wrong, you know, and I'm like, so he gets suspended automatically pending an investigation. And now his reputation is ruined because she couldn't deal with what was happening in her life. Well, yeah, but uh, yes, in essentially, but mm-hmm. he'll probably be, I imagine he'll be okay. Yeah. She, um, the one big thing was he's not supposed to be alone with her. That is true. You're not supposed to be alone with the student at any point. Mm-hmm. And he was, and it's not, he wasn't being, he was being fine, nice about it, but like, so but he what gets. You, what if you get extra help, like over like lunch for something, and you're, or you yeah. come in to ask the teacher something after class? Like there are plenty of times that I was like, well, you're supposed to have like specific hours, mm-hmm. and you're supposed to like doors have to be open. Mm-hmm. There, there are like they have windows in all of there. There's not like there's not uh, the media immersion lab just is full of windows. It's all windows. Anyone could That's see if saying. you walked by. It's not like they were sneaking well, off. Well, you don't do know. It might be on the third floor, for heaven's yeah, sakes, I Rachel. Don't know. I don't think there's three floors in this school. I think there's eight floors. <laughs> That's a lot of floors. So, you know, she goes up to the roof with, with Johnny DeMarco. Manny goes to find her. Mm-hmm. Manny's great. Oh, I'll be honest. When Manny was up on the roof with her and they were having their conversation and she was like, I don't even remember what she said at this point, but I was choked up a bit. Mm-hmm. I found it emotionally moving. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, Darcy Graham's speech didn't show up for the spirit squad thing for the logo announcement. She's up on the roof with Johnny DeMarco. Manny has said something to Emma and Emma's like pissed at Darcy because Manny, uh, Emma doesn't know what happened obviously. And Manny's not going to tell her. Um, and then Peter's like, she is gone. Like, I don't know. I can't with her anymore, which like also fair because she, the, he's a teenager like how are you gonna deal with how are you gonna deal with i mean if i were even a 17 year old girl i don't i'm impressed that manny is handling it that well but that's also character development all right i guess we're gonna take we're gonna like let peter slide but yeah peter's like she's gonna be crazy with herself i'm like all right Mm -hmm. i have a bias against hot peter but I know you do. I have to give him a pass here because I feel like it's a lot to deal with and Darcy doesn't make it easy. And also he doesn't have any kind of like training or depth of like understanding right. of anything. No, you're so right. That's true. He That's did a, a pretty point. good job up to now. And you're honestly, right. Manny is judge. Manny is almost like above and beyond what a teenager would do, I think. But yeah, probably to the point where it's somewhat unrealistic, you're saying. Yeah. 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 It might be. But it's beautiful. And I cried. Mm-hmm. So. You cried? I got very, I, I didn't like sob, but mm-hmm. I got choked up. Wow. On the roof between the two of them. Mm-hmm. I loved that scene. You know, loved what's, it. you know what's funny? I, I think, I I think we have Manny. talked about this before, but I feel like yeah, this is a Heavy Bones episode, like no question. But it's funny because you came in here with that and I was like, was it? I guess it was. I didn't think of it the same way. And I don't know why it didn't feel that 
maybe because I knew the snake stuff was coming, I was expecting it. So I wasn't so out of the blue, like Marco, like losing all of the money, betting on the ponies. (laughs) It wasn't even for me. It wasn't so much the snake stuff as just the development of the Mm -hmm. Darcy story Mm -hmm. of what the internalization of what of Darcy and how she's projecting. I felt that that was, to me, that was very heavy bones. Not even, I don't think it was heavy bones that she, I mean, I do think it's heavy bones that she accused him of like being creepy, but Mm -hmm. that wasn't, it was more like she's on the roof and she's like thinking about jumping off Mm -hmm. and the progression of how damaging this is to Darcy and her psyche is where the heavy bones yeah, is for me. Yeah, that's, that's true. Maybe you just don't fucking care about Darcy. That might be it, partly. Yeah, uh, I, I love- mean, I like her. Like, I don't, I don't dislike her as much as I used to. I think that she still hasn't done much redeemable in the show to make me really uh, want to root for her. So maybe that's part of it. Right, yeah, but like what I don't know what yeah. why does she have to? I don't know. I I just don't love her like I love Manny. I love Manny. She's so great. She's so good. Darcy like cuts her hair with those scissors and then it oh, looks right. like it's she not there's nothing wrong with her hair after that. That's right. She threatens to to stab herself in the neck with scissors if Snake doesn't what mm-hmm. talk to her or go like have lunch with her or something. Well, no, I think it was that he was going to say something or he's like, you got to talk to. No, no, no. Because she was like, she was, this was after like the hand touch. And he was like, Darcy, I think you're confused. Mm -hmm. And she was like, no, just have lunch with me. And she was going to stab herself. Did she really say that? Have lunch with me? Yeah. Oh, uh, she definitely said something about, can't we just please have lunch? Mm. She's just like looking for some, she needs a person. Yeah, she needs a person. But she needs to tell the story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which is coming, I imagine. I hope we Shyler so. Stone over a sad Darcy. She's gone to apologize to the Nelson mm. Simpson household. And Emma answers the door and she's pissed. <laughs> deservedly so. Yeah. And deservedly so. She should be. This is her dad. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know the backstory. And even if she knew the backstory, I'm sure she would still be mad because, yeah, I would still be mad, too. <laughs> well, I think if there was back, if the backstory was known, this never would have happened. If, if she Oh, was yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. You know. And the backstory doesn't excuse the action. It doesn't excuse it, it but it makes it. me perfect. It doesn't excuse perfect. it. Perfect. Perfect. Because perfect she, job, my friend. She, like, the thing is, is that regardless of whether everyone ever finds out what happened, like, Snake's reputation is still damaged and that will be forever. he says that yeah because he opens the door and he says i got this and he ta- and she tells him that she recanted her statement mm-hmm. and she's like and now things can go back to normal and he's like well uh, there will always be this air of speculation around me because mm-hmm. sometimes women or or teenagers who are genuinely abused walk back their statement mm-hmm. for whatever reason because they're afraid of dealing with it and mm-hmm. so he's saying that air will always be around him and mm-hmm. she says you hate me and he says i don't hate you you've caused a lot of damage but i don't hate you because yeah. snake is also a wonderful snake is the best 
Yeah. Except for do when he had the hot Sue affair. Yeah. Remember when the writers were like, we need to do something. And they the like kissing took the, affair. They took like the greatest character of all time and like made him kiss hot Sue at a fucking theater because they needed some drama. Mm-hmm. That's where they take care of these people, Shiler Stone. They don't. They don't. No, they don't. I think they're doing a good job per, uh, from my perspective with this story, though. I think they're they're. Mm-hmm. They're telling it in a more careful way, like I said. Like you, you did then a lot the, of the other bar stories, is low. Yeah. The bar mm-hmm. is low. I think they're telling it in a more careful way than they do other stories. So it's not perfect. N- nothing will be. But, but it's much better. It's better than a, a lot of things. Yeah. Darcy has her overnight bag that she carries with her everywhere <laughs> throughout the mm-hmm. entire episode, too. <laughs> yeah, she does. That, like, what was the words on that bag? It's probably her initials. No, oh, it looked like a thing. Like a, um, DGB. Darcy Grimes Darcy Beach. Grimes Beach. Mm-hmm. I think Sinead Grimes Beach is, uh, is very good. Mm-hmm. I really do. I, she earned those Neptune Awards. I don't know what those awards are <laughs> Did called. she get it for she, the season? I believe so. Yeah. Somebody said, somebody told us. On the Zoom call. I don't remember, but yeah. she won it for something. B story. The B stands for boring. <laughs> That's just because you don't think that Ashley and Jimmy's relationship is a plot line. <laughs> I like Trina. Is that her name? Trina? Trina. I couldn't remember her name at first, and then he said it. I was like, That's her name, Trina. It's only like been Trina. like four episodes since we've seen her. I just there's too many people. I forget everything. Tree <laughs> So it's the same old shit. Ashley is supporting Jimmy. Jimmy doesn't want to have to be supported by anyone. Their relationship is falling apart. Same Jimmy's way. at PT and he sees Trina again. Trina's like, physio. hey, do you want to? I said PT, right? They say physio. Though. Oh, okay. Physio. Yeah. Physical therapy. So. <laughs> Jimmy's always like, I gotta go to physio. Um, And Trina has a car that has hand controls. It's a PT cruiser. So she lets Jimmy come for a ride and drive the car and... (laughs) Drake the car. (laughs) Drake the car? Yeah, drive Drake. (laughs) This is where he becomes Drake. Um, And then he's he really likes Trina because Trina is trying to push him rather than just like help him. Yeah. And he wants a different kind of help. He doesn't want just uh well, let me do this for you. Let me do that for you. He wants someone to like push him to get back to himself. Ashley. Yeah, exactly. Ashley thinks she's like his protector and his like helper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Trina's more like, come on, dude, you want to drive? You do it. I'll fucking teach you and you can do it yourself. Yeah, Exactly. Which he needs for sure. Ashley has been a whole lot of nothing. I feel I actually feel bad for Melissa McIntyre for Melly Mac. Uh, this I feel season. like they didn't write anything no, good for her for they have years. done nothing for her. Old Melly Mac. She should have left this so, the show sooner. Well, she tried to, and then they like then she came back. Alistair. Mm-hmm. Got to wrap up that Craig story. Yeah, so then Spinner goes to see... I'm sorry. Jimmy goes to see Spinner. 
He's having chemo. He's having chemo. Spinner is only like half excited to see Jimmy because he's like, you know, Jane doesn't just bring me my homework, dude. <laughs> what does she do? Blow him? Like I was thinking, <laughs> like he's in chemo. Like, yeah, he's like, you know, uh, bringing me my homework is only half of what Jane does. Does she jerk him off while he's sitting there getting? I chemo? hope so. I hope so. <laughs> they play pool. Actually, <laughs> they have a tiny tabletop pool table. Yeah, she. They play pool. <laughs> With tiny little pool cues. Clink. Yeah, just clink, like the little clink, ones. Clink, clink. Oh, yeah. That's funny. So Spinner can get his chemo and they can still play their pool. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, Spinner's kind of like, you You know what you actually want. You don't need to see me to talk about this. Yeah. You want Trina. You want to get busy. Busy with that Trina. And that PT Cruiser. Do you think like Gen Z even knows what get busy means? Like, or was that so dated? I don't know. We we can ask Gen Z. <laughs> Gen Z. Uh, uh, I went to school with a Gen Zatina. Oh, she was Gen Z. She was Gen Z. I love Gen Z. <laughs> you know what, Gen Z? Cancel Eminem. Make fun of everybody's side parts. I don't care. I love you. God bless you. <laughs> Wait, are we canceling Eminem? Yeah, Gen Z is apparently canceling Eminem or something. Why? I don't know. Who cares? I love it. Do it. Cancel everybody. <laughs> Cancel fucking everybody. Did he write I don't a care. racist children's book? Who wrote a racist children's book? Dr. Seuss. Oh, d- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, has it been that long? Has enough happened <laughs> since then? Bill Maher is like obsessed with cancel culture. Bill Maher is the worst, but like there was, uh, Bill Burr said some, did something at the Grammys yesterday and some people got up in arms, but most people don't care because Bill Burr is funny. And, uh, Bill Burr says like, says questionable things sometimes, but that's he's just great. his comedy. Yeah, that's so, his bit. Yeah. So he, so because he said something at the Grammys, this clip, uh, circulated last night of him on Bill Maher's show Mm -hmm. and Bill Maher trying to bait him into this debate about cancel culture. And he's like, you said this stuff and like Twitter was up in arms. And what do you think about cancel culture? And Bill Burr was like, uh, I think nothing about it. It doesn't exist. It's 15 people and a hashtag. And in two days it's over. And like it, you just do what you do. Like nobody cares. Nobody really cares. And it was hilarious. Cause like Bill, Bill Maher is so trying to like bait him into this, like anti cancel culture. And he's like, I don't, I don't even think about it. It's like yeah. nothing to me. I love it. Anyway, I don't know how we got there. Who uh, we Trina, canceling? Trina, Ashley, <laughs> who are we canceling? I don't know. Actually. <laughs> I'm not sure. We'll have to listen back and find out because I don't know how we got down that road. <laughs> Gen Z. We're talking about Gen Z. Oh, that's why. That's why. Getting busy. That's why. Getting busy. Gen Zatina. You're right. Absolutely. (laughs) By the way, Broomheads, last week we got drunk on the episode and it was so fun that I was like, we have to get drunk again. This is, I don't know. (laughs) This this is what you get. This is what you get. Um, I don't know if this one is as good, but I'm going to just. So, so Trina drops Jimmy off at school and Jimmy like lightly touches her arm and Ashley sees it. And that's the end of this. And also. Also, the best part is that at the very end of the episode, um, Jimmy is talking to some guy that we've never seen ever before wearing the new logo on a T-shirt. He's like, hey, bro, how's it going? And it's oh, because like, Jimmy did win the logo contest. He, he drew. Win? Oh. 
Oh, yeah. He designed the new logo. That's Gotcha. Why. So this guy was like, Jimmy, my man, I love this logo. I have it on a T-shirt now. And then that's when he and Ashley break up. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I remembered that guy more than I remembered their breakup, which says a lot about their breakup, which was very uneventful, much like their relationship in the last like four years. Yeah. He had to have somebody because uh, Ellie rejected. Yeah. Ellie could have had Jimmy. Yeah. And she didn't want that. Um, the only other thing that I have to point out in this whole episode was that Manny called Johnny DeMarco a dirt ball. And I felt like that was very accurate. So <laughs> she, did definitely... she did. That's 100% the case. She called him a dirt ball. Mm-hmm. Johnny DeMarco. So I think you we're done, right? A dirt ball. <laughs> Rachel. Yes. Back in the day when we were conceiving of this podcast, the first thing we thought of was a patented scale of one to ten. Mm-hmm. We are like, what could we do with that? We thought about the first thing we ever came up with. We weren't even talking about Degrassi. We were like, a patented one to ten scale. What could we do with that? And we came up with the idea of a Degrassi podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll patent a scale. We'll call it the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast Go There Scale wherein we will rate how much an episode goes there on a scale of one to 10, one being the lowest, 10 being the highest. So having said that, Rachel. Yes. How much do you think episode 712 lived? If I live to tell the secrets I have learned, then goes there. Well, the B story really doesn't go there. Even though there's a breakup, which should go there, it doesn't really do anything. So B story doesn't count towards rating, I will say. Okay. Or it didn't really for me. Um, A story, I am on the fence about this. It went there, but it didn't, if that makes sense. Like, but the same, well, same token it. that. I'll tell you if it makes sense. The same token of that uh, you said that it was heavy duty bones. And I was I like, felt was, it was, it? Heavy duty was bones. it? I don't know. I'm well, not I sure. still think it was heavy yeah. duty bones. Even after our conversation, I still think. It yeah. Was. Yeah. So I'm just, I didn't write down a rating. So I'm trying, I'm talking it out right now. Like, what do I think it's going to be? Because I was very unclear after I watched it of what I would rate it. Um, it's hard when I'm talking about like Darcy's rape episode in comparison, I'm like, is it a seven, a six, something in that range. But you got to pick one. This is the point point of the, of the, the, I'm going to say a seven. It's a seven. Hot. Love it. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it? That's all you got? That's it. That's all I got. I feel like you don't really think it's a seven, but did I sway you a little bit? Well, six feels too low. Yeah, because I swayed you. Admit it. You can admit it. Yeah, you swayed me a little bit. You can admit that I I mean, I felt like like it was like a it goes there episode, but I just felt like I didn't really view it as heavy bones. You were thinking of it not as so much heavy bones, and then I stated my case, and you were like, oh, you know what? Now I'm thinking it's a little bit more heavy bones. Yeah. It's okay. 21. <laughs> uh, I also thought it was a seven. <laughs> yeah, I think it's go. heavy duty bones. It doesn't heavy duty bones and going there are not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. They're normally uh, feed off of one another. But um, 
I think that as a continuation of what we have seen uh, in the past, I, again, and I said this earlier, for me, the whole accusing Snake of uh, whatever she accuses Snake of, touching mm-hmm. her leg, um, that is not even a factor into, like, for me. I don't think that, that's neither here nor there. That's the show trying to get uh, controversial. So to yeah. me, that's not yeah. like, that's just, I see, see right through that, but to watch the character sort of fall apart in this way over time as we have. And then in this episode, uh, more so than before, mm-hmm. that's where, that's where it goes there for me. I think they're, I, I just think they're doing a good job with it. I'm, I'm finding it re- relatable and believable. Um, so I th- yeah I I think it's a I think it's a seven I think it's a seven seven's high I think seven's a big number mm-hmm. it is a big number that's why I was trying to think about six and then I was like wait but six doesn't feel right either seven eight feels about right I'm gonna go with a seven because yeah. you know we've been we've been telling this story for a while so yeah here feels like a seven okay seven agreed so Patrick yes that's me. Who are you shining your spotlight on this week in this show? What does that mean? I don't, you gotta. Be you take. Most, you you gotta take. Okay. What sorry. Doing give here. me. Give me fifteen minutes. Someone so, may have never <laughs> listened to an episode of this show, so, and this is the and first this one, is one, one they're, they're going to listen to. So, Patrick, in these episodes, sometimes yeah. we like to shine a spotlight specifically. Sometimes. I feel like we always every do episode. This. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we so, do this every time, Patrick. Driscoll. Sometimes we, (laughs) not every time, because sometimes, you know, we like to kind of like throw a little sparkle and a little glitter on someone. And sometimes we like to highlight people, you know, so sometimes we shine a spotlight. Sometimes it's highlighting. That's a great point. You're right. Picking out of the crowd. Uh Um, So today I think it's a a spotlight shining day and we're going to take that spotlight and we're going to swing it around and we're going to focus in on one of these characters. Will it be Bruce the Moose? Maybe. Will it be Johnny DeMarco? Will it be Manny? Will it be Emma? Will it be Snake? Will it be Hatsu? Will it be Darcy's mom? Will it be Darcy? Will it be Ashley? Emma? Nope. Yeah. We already said Emma. That was great. That (laughs) was, I was on the edge of my seat. I was on the edge of my seat for that. Spinner. Jane's possible hand job. Which Jane's one of these characters <laughs> are you going to? Hot Peter, maybe even. Hot Who Peter. are you going to shine? Holly J for the hot second that she's there. Liberty, when she gets up on stage and says the thing about innocent until proven guilty. Who are you going to shine that spotlight on from this episode? Yeah, but what am I going to call it? What would I call that? Oh, you would call it. It depends on what mood you're in. Somebody's had two glasses of wine, <laughs> friends. Somebody's depends two glasses. Depends on what glasses. mood you're in. Um, but you might want to call it, you know, like in the vein of an MVP, you might call it the most valuable Degrassi and the MVD. God bless. Um, most valuable Degrassi in here. As you said, sometimes there's a different criteria for how we pick this every week, and it depends on... Where, this where, is a where, tough one, I gotta say. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's there's an obvious candidate, but also like, I kind of hate her. <laughs> right through the whole I think, episode, you know. I, I can't believe you hate her. I don't believe that you hate her. I believe hate that is you, a strong word. I believe that you're like not totally on board with the decisions that she makes. I'm more so like got my head in my hands going, no, 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 why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Don't do this. But you have to have some empathy for the struggle and for the the what she's going through there. At the same time. I am going to just go out. I'm just going to say it. It's I have 
Yeah. Go. You go. I have empathy for the struggle, but I did in the last time that we had her dealing with this, which was a whole episode in itself. When she was in detention and all that, she was trying to get out of going to uh, see the counselor. You had empathy then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But and you can now sk- I'm like, all You right, can still have like- it. You don't have to, like, stop having empathy for a character after <laughs> she did something in one episode. Um, I am going to... I'm just going to pull the Band-Aid off. I'm going to say Darcy is my MVD. Uh, do I think she's the best character? Best per- No, Manny's yeah. better than her here. Manny does better Even things. Snake, also. Snake, I was going to say, Snake does better... Liberty, for God's sakes, probably mm-hmm. does better things. Yeah. I appreciate the nuance that they're treating this with. I appreciate the performance that Darcy Grimes Beach is giving. Um, I appreciate the conversation that I'm sure this, uh, not just this character, but this storyline drudged up for people. And mainly for like, not that like parents or older people watch the show. I mean, I'm a, I, we're older and I'm a parent, but like for people like that to see this and realize that sometimes your kids don't tell you everything. And mm-hmm. if, if maybe your kid is being an asshole mm-hmm. and calling you a bitch in the front at the, at the steps of the school, maybe something's going on and maybe you should ask her about it. You know, yeah. M- maybe don't be so like just thinking your kids being an asshole. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, I think there's a lot here. There's a lot. I did yeah. think this was a heavy duty bones episode. And I, was, I, yeah, go ahead. As you were talking about, it, I was thinking about it more. And I was thinking that I think that one of the things that irritates me about this situation um, is the fact that Darcy is so Christian to the point that losing her virginity in this rape scenario is a be all end all for her entire identity and her, like she is having this incredible crisis of like who she is and what Mm -hmm. it means. And I think that I'm less mad at Darcy and I'm more mad that religion would do that to a person. And I think that that's where my frustration really, really lies is that a normal person who hasn't been brainwashed into thinking that this is the greatest gift that you can have and you should, it's special and that it should mean this, this incredible thing. Not to saying that like lose your virginity isn't an important situation and something that you should not like, you shouldn't take it lightly, but also like this is an extreme like of a reaction. And I think I want to blame religion for it because that's the only thing that this show has led me to believe to be true. Yeah. I think that there's, there's that's valid in a, in a way. I think that it definitely mm-hmm. is affecting her in a, but I also like that for mm-hmm. the show because yeah. I like that. It's shining a light on that as an experience, mm-hmm. as opposed to like, just, you know, some kind of like secular thing. This is very much rooted and it has Mm -hmm. been um, consistently rooted in that. This character is a Christian character. Mm -hmm. She's chosen this path or her parents chose it. And she's kind of gone along for the ride. And I think that this is shaking her out of that a little bit. Yeah. So I, I kind of appreciate that. I think that they are, let's, I like that this character is that because you don't see that all the time. Mm-hmm. And well, these people when, when do Adams exist. Was there. 
these cat these people do exist obviously yeah. in you know mainstream culture there mm-hmm. are super christian people and super christian parents who teach their kids that you know that's the be all and end all yeah yeah but don't forget about adams and that whole adams situation <laughs> adams peters adams peters remember adams peters the show itself has always sort of like used her Christianity as like a crutch to like expl- talk about her sexuality, which is yeah. somewhat creepy in in a lot of yeah. ways. Her Christianity is not really used for like her doing good things or like it's always used to comment on her. No, and they don't talk about religion sex. much otherwise at all. So it is a strange sort of yeah, but. I don't, I don't know. know. And as, as someone who was raised Catholic and as someone who like most women has been sexually assaulted, have not been raped by a stranger in mm-hmm. while I was roofied, but you know, have experienced sexual assault. I think it's also just, it's hard to like watch someone just keep making things worse for themselves by not dealing with it and just totally. like, Oh, it's so hard to watch. And I don't think that we've seen, I'm trying to remember back. I don't think we've seen that with a lot of characters where it's this constant, like, n- avoiding not dealing with something. Well, the Christianity is, like, the thing that has pegged this character from the beginning. Like, that... Yeah. Like, no, pegged. Uh, it has <laughs> been It has been the, like, crux and forefront of this character since we met her. And that's mm-hmm. the show's choice. You know, yeah. they, they're doing that on purpose. Yeah. You know, so... It is. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's the episode. We did it. We we feel weird at the end of that, right? Do I feel weird? I don't feel weird. I do not. Yeah. I honestly don't. I feel good. I feel weird. I mean, I feel bad for Snake, honestly. Like, I do. Yeah, totally. He's He was done dirty. Mm-hmm. He was done bad. That's a bad move on her part. On her part. I'm curious to see where this goes, though, because I thought that we would get to this at some point soon. I knew that there was a Snake Darcy situation. You know, I'm going to guess, and I'm pretty sure as far as where it goes, Uh uh, I'm pretty sure there. Oh my! <laughs> I went there. You went I'm there. Pretty sure it's gonna go there. I think. Mm-hmm. Curious to see where it goes, but it's gonna go it's there. Go there. It might go there. I don't know. Wherever that is, whatever it takes to get there. Whatever it takes. Ha ha yeah. I know I can no. make it through to there. I know I'm gonna go there. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how this, uh, what repercussions this has for Snake's career. You know, considering I don't think he's it, already had cancer and had that affair. I don't think it's much of a repercussion on his yeah. career. He's when be you start to realize, that, not that you realize, we've known it from the beginning, but when like you you struggle, not you, I mean the the royal you, all mm-hmm. of us, the, you struggle the with queens you. <laughs> yeah, the idea that. He, it's a fuck. It's just a soap opera. So everything is going to be heightened to the point of ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. MTVTM. I don't want to get sued by by uh, what's that guy's name? 
does oh. ridiculousness. I can't think of his name. Jimmy J. Uh, I don't want to get sued by old Jimmy J. Rob Deerdeck. Rob Deerdeck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a soap opera, so it's go. It's gonna be like the most heightened thing all the time. So everything is gonna go higher and higher and higher. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening here. Rate, review, and subscribe. Yes, please do. Uh, you can find us on Patreon if you'd like to support us. Patreon.com slash deep. Find us on Instagram, SparklesFast28, Facebook, Deem Podcast, and also the Dope Monkeys and Broomheads group. Give us and your you Mount Rushmores, guys. Give us your yeah, Mount Yeah, give us Rushmore. your Mount Rushmores. Either Instagram or Facebook group or Facebook page if you want to. Or even, even by email at everyepisodever at gmail.com. We didn't talk about when... Uh, Bruce the Moose and Johnny DeMarco were sitting together and mm-hmm. they had a friend behind them who mm-hmm. had very big hair. Did you, did you, did you take a look at this guy? I miss this. I miss You gotta this. go back because okay. this is one of the funniest characters. This was almost my MVD, this guy. Okay. I'm going back right now. <laughs> Everybody here is, is, is hopefully knowing who I'm talking about. Maybe he comes back and has lines. He's a great character. Bruce the Moose. Bruce the Moose. Oh, did you pick an MVD? Oh, it's Darcy. Oh, okay. I mean, there's no, there's no oh one else. Oh my God, it's dude, like you did be. not pick an MVD. I'm shocked that you're picking Darcy. Yeah, no, it has to be. Who else could it be? Like Manny, like she was great. You can pick someone who was like, no, I don't good. think that Manny did enough. Like it was just so, she was in it so, I such just a short feel time. I like you were very negative on Darcy and then you said you, she was your most valuable Degrassi and I'm so confused. Oh no, that's who I was. I didn't write her down because I was like mad because she was just so like what she, what she did was terrible and Dude, it was upsetting. We almost went off air without you. Wait, is it is it now? Uh no, it's when they are when she picks Johnny DeMarco up to go up to the roof with her. Okay. With her. Okay. We almost went off air without you stating your I MVD. thought it was I thought it was clear. No, Clearly you got to say it. Can you believe that? We would have invalidated the whole show. Oh, it's Darcy. It's Darcy. It's Darcy. Oh, I saw, I found the guy. He yeah. looks like such a gutter He's punk. He's the best. I love those guys. <laughs> I genuinely like want a spinoff of those guys. And then I know they were saying all that shit to Emma. And then when Manny called Johnny DeMarco a dirtball, he's like, Degrassi chicks are crazy. Yeah. I like them. I, like, I mean, they're bad, but like, I like them. They're a bunch of gutter punks. Emmeline. <laughs> Remember when Chester called Emma Emmeline? Oh, God, I forgot about that. Chester. Remember Chester? Of course. He would be on my Mount Rushmore of classic characters. <laughs> All right, broomheads. We'll see you next week. Broomheads, you're the best heads. Bye. Bye.